presented by Wells Fargo. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalon. It's Thursday. Today's show, news on some departures in the vice president's office. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Simone Sanders, a senior advisor and chief spokesperson for Vice President Kamala Harris, is expected to leave the White House at the end of the year. It wasn't immediately clear where Sanders is heading next or when she'll be leaving the vice president's office. Sanders is the highest profile exit and the second high profile one from the Harris team in the last month. Ashley Etienne, Harris's communications director, is also set to depart in the coming weeks. Sanders is one of Harris's most recognizable advisors, and she leaves amid a flurry of stories about internal frictions and disorder in the vice president's office. Sanders was also often the aide who pushed back on those storylines, aggressively defending the vice president publicly and in one-on-one dealings with reporters. The Washington Post noted that there are two more pending departures. Peter Vells, a director of press operations, and Vince Evans, deputy director of the Office of Public Engagement and Intergovernmental Affairs, have also told others in the vice president's office that they're leaving, according to two administration officials. Both are expected to take new jobs in or close to the administration. As of this morning, the Senate remained at a standstill on its big two priorities this week. The first one, government funding. GOP hardliners threatening to force a shutdown over funding for federal vaccine mandates were trying to secure a separate vote on the issue, which would likely fail, in return for backing down. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer sounded uninterested in entertaining the idea. Quote, Any few handful of members who believe strongly in something can say, I'm going to shut down the government unless I get what I want. If people do that, it's chaos. Meanwhile, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and the majority of Senate Republicans who believe it's absurd to threaten a shutdown over the mandate issue were trying to convince Lee and the shutdown caucus to drop the issue and clear the way for a new continuing resolution. The current continuing resolution runs out at midnight tomorrow. And on the National Defense Authorization Act, the latest holdup is courtesy of Senator Marco Rubio. He blocked a deal Wednesday night to move forward on the defense bill this morning after his amendment to ban some Chinese imports was excluded from a package of two dozen other amendments to be considered. Schumer described Rubio's tactic as, quote, sad, tragic, and almost absurd. The Democratic leader argued that the Rubio Amendment, which has already passed the Senate separately, has a so-called blue slip problem, which means it would kill the NDAA in the House by violating the constitutional requirement that all bills for raising revenue shall originate in the House. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the President's Daily Brief. At 12.45, Biden will depart the White House to head to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. At 1.15, Biden will visit the NIH in Bethesda, Maryland. Afterward, he'll deliver remarks on the pandemic and the Omicron variant. And at 2.25, Biden will return to the White House. Here's what's on the Vice President's calendar. At 9.20, the Vice President will depart D.C. to head to Charlotte, North Carolina. At 11.20, Harris and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will tour the Charlotte area transit system bus and light rail garage. Afterward, Harris and Buttigieg will deliver remarks, and at 2.50, Harris will depart North Carolina to return to D.C. The House will meet at 8 a.m. to consider various legislation. The Senate is in today. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munaval, and have a great Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Wells Fargo is investing in hope and helping small businesses thrive. 
As part of their Open for Business Fund's roughly $420 million initiative, they're dedicating grants to nonprofits to help small businesses build equity in things such as storefront property, technology, equipment, and more, leading to a brighter future. Together, we can all bring hope to our communities. Learn more at wellsfargo.com impact.